Hey, I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, Grip6. Grip6 makes the best. They make the best socks. Um, and you're supporting America. You see a theme here on uh, the new clients on my program and the clients that we have. I am luckily in a position because of you that we don't need to take just anybody on this program. Uh, and so we vet people who I'm going to do commercials for. And I'm looking for people who want to change America. They want to put America back to work. So when you buy socks from Grip6 or their wallets or their belts, this is 100% made in America, assembled in America. None of those tricks. And American ranchers who raise the specially bred sheep that produce the modern wool, the American manufacturers who wash that wool, process it, weave it into socks to keep your feet warm in the winter and cool in the summer, all of these people are Americans. So you want great, great socks? Put your trust in hard-earned money in a company that does it right, right here in America. It's grip6.com slash Beck. That's grip6.com slash Beck. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. So President Biden was on the road in Florida yesterday, and he said some pretty strange things. But so have a lot of people in the last 24 hours. It's almost like an old TV show, I remember. We'll get into that here in just a second. Also, some disturbing news, more from the FBI and... They found the missing ABC reporter. When I say they, it was the London papers that found him. We couldn't be we couldn't be bothered here in America. ABC was just too busy. We'll tell you about that coming up in 60 seconds. Jennifer wrote in about her experience with Relief Factory. She said, I just want the world to know that after experiencing migraines every single day for years, waking up with them in the morning and going to sleep with them at night, Relief Factor changed my life. It did what my doctors couldn't do. I've been taking it for over a year now and no more migraines. Thank you, Relief Factor. Jennifer, I used to have migraines really, really bad 20, 25 years ago. Man, and they just don't let up. May I suggest Relief Factor for whatever it is that you are struggling with. It keeps you not foggy, keeps you from not sounding like, oh, I don't know, Fetterman or Joe Biden, or just about really anybody at the top of the list here at the Democratic Party. It keeps your mind clear. 
It is a safe and effective natural remedy. I want you to go to relieffactor.com or call 800, the number four, Relief Factor. 800, the number four, Relief Factor or relieffactor.com. Make sure you try this before you give up. relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. Places, places, everyone. Dead plane, dead plane. Places, here we go. We've got a guest today. We have a guest today who thinks he's president of the United States. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Oh, he's just getting off the plane now. What's that he says? His son died in Iraq? Yesterday, it was the weirdest thing. I swear to you, we're in Fantasy Island. We're on Fantasy Island. These people don't know what they're talking about. Yesterday, he was um, stumping, the president stumping for Charlie Crist. And again, he said, and I quote, Inflation is a worldwide problem right now because of the war in Iraq. Excuse me, the war in Ukraine. I'm thinking of Iraq because it's where my son died. Your son died in Bethesda. That's in Maryland. Your son didn't die in Iraq. Your son died of cancer in Bethesda. I mean, that is the craziest thing. He really, I think, believes this. What the hell is going on with this? This is the second time he's done this over the past couple of weeks. Yeah, the last couple of weeks. He's done this maybe 15 times. You didn't notice that? He what says it wrong? all the what time. What is going on? He, I don't know. Because, I mean, look, it, maybe you make the mistake one time. I can't think of how that would happen. Maybe it would be, okay, well, that's where my son served. And he said died. And I, I again, like, I feel like with your son, it's the type of thing you're pretty crystal clear on. But to make this mistake over and over and over and over again, how can anyone deny this man is lost? Uh, I don't uh, I don't know. How about this one? Is this a lie or does he actually know? Cut three. Let me say something. I want to point something out. They talk about big spending Democrats. Yeah, I spend a lot of money to do these things. But guess what? What? I cut the deficit in half. Oh, stop, stop it. Stop, half. Half. stop it, liar. Stop it. This year alone, Good $1 trillion $400 reduction. I mean, it's $1 trillion $400? Okay. Give me the, give me wow. the. $1 trillion $400, $400, Glenn. That $400 So he has it down that specifically. Yeah. He cut it by a trillion, and then there was also a $400 cut he got yeah. through. Mm-hmm. Uh, could we play the Fantasy Island music again just for this one? Because this is crazy. Uh, listen to this. Cut five. The economy is, in fact, growing. In fact, the economy grew 2.6% last quarter. And although it may not feel that way, people's incomes went up the last quarter more than inflation. No, no they did Economic didn't. growth is up. Price inflation is down. No. Real incomes are up. No, they're the not. gas prices are down. No, they're not. No, they're not. Incredible. 
I don't. I just don't get it. By the way, when t- explaining inflation, he said it's the lowest in the world. Even the World Economic Forum says it's not true. And then he came up with his own definition of inflation. I mean, I, I don't know. Then he said, how many of you know somebody with diabetes that needs insulin? Do you know how much it costs to make the insulin drug for diabetes? Well, it was the man, uh, a man who didn't patent it because he wanted it available for everyone. I spoke to him, okay? When he claimed to have met the man who invented insulin last night, he couldn't have. He was born in 1942, and the guy died in 1941. So unless the insulin guy was on his mom's belly going, What are you talking about? Oh, my gosh. He then introduced Debbie Wasserman Schultz as I don't have a greater friend in the United States Senate. She's She's not a senator. She's not a senator. She's a congressperson. Then he said he went to Delaware State University. No, he no, he didn't. That's a black college. Biden, not black. Oh, by the way, he went to the University of Delaware, not Delaware State University. I mean, the guy, this is the guy who's in the situation room. This is the guy who's answering the phone. Hello? When the phone rings. It's terrifying. Terrifying. But not quite as terrifying. By the way, we are, um, we're live streaming on YouTube every day. We're just trying it out. I, I have by the end of the week. Stu, have you placed your bet on how long we last on YouTube live streaming? <laughs> I, I've already lost yeah <laughs> you thought yesterday this is day two so yeah, i've already tried. lost okay we tried anyway uh we're live streaming if you've never watched the blaze you want to watch uh you want to watch uh the radio show join us uh, at uh, uh glenbeck youtube.com slash glenbeck okay can, can i just chime in on, on one of these points you made here yeah. a second ago this is uh just in for brian brian real just released his big budget book that he does every year yeah in just 20 months president biden added added trillion to 10-year deficits. He's bragging about bringing them down. No, he cut it. He's added $4.8 trillion to them in just 20 months. No, he cut it. No, he didn't. He didn't cut it. The play! The play! (laughs) Oh, sorry, sorry. I forgot. Supposed to be fulfilling this fantasy. Fantasy, yes. Um, All right. A confused friend told the Daily Mail... Uh, I sent a text to him and asked him if he was okay. He wasn't able to talk about what was going on on the advice of his lawyer, but he's okay. The Daily Mail has found the reporter that we had been looking for, the Emmy winner investigative reporter, James Horton Meeks, no longer missing. He was spotted at his elderly mother's townhouse, although when approached, he went dark and wouldn't talk about anything. So he's been found. That's good. But can we find out what happened with the FBI? Probably not, because they have bigger fish to fry. This, this is in now from Revolver News. Revolver News, and I want to read this story to you exactly, because this is, this is outrageous. 
More than a year has passed since the FBI released footage of the pipe bomber who allegedly planted explosive devices near the DNC and RNC party headquarters the night before January 6th. Okay. The FBI has reportedly collected 39,000 video files relating to the suspect's identity. 39,000. This is according to the assistant director in charge of the FBI's D.C. field office. Yet since September 8th, 2021, not a single new video file has been released. We have at Revolver been focused on two clips of video footage from the DNC building security cameras that the FBI released on March 2021 and September 2021. In August 2022, the Revolver proved that the DNC camera footage from the FBI's September 2021 release should have captured the money shot. That's the shot of the pipe bomber taking the bomb out of the bag and placing it near the park bench in front of the DNC building. But for some reason, the FBI censored the tape so the public could not see the alleged criminal walk back into the camera frame and commit the actual criminal act. Over the past two months, Revolver has taken a closer look at the DNC surveillance footage that the FBI provided to the public. What we found is even more bizarre and more damning than our initial discovery that the FBI is withholding critical footage of the pipe bomber actually planting the bomb. The the original missing money shot reflecting the FBI's deliberate censorship of the commission of a crime effectively is a red flag of such stunning proportions that it alone merits congressional investigation under a GOP-led House commission on FBI malfeasance. The new findings that we are about to discuss, however, are so implausible, so specific, and so suspicious that we are compelled to demand that a future GOP-led commission subpoena and demand the exact chain of custody for the DNC surveillance tapes that the FBI has released to the public. You have to understand in this article first something called frame rate. Pictures, video, film, they are individual pictures and they're taken at a frame rate. Television is, I think, what is it, 25 uh, frames per second. Film used to be like 60 frames per second. I'm, I'm getting, I'm butchering these, but I'm in the neighborhood. And now high tech is um, around, uh, I think, 120 frames per second. That means there's 120 pictures taken every second, and they're all in line. When we went to the moon, what they sent back when you had that really fuzzy picture and the guys kind of on the moon and they were kind of jumpy and they were like, that was eight frames per second. So in 1969, the picture you saw from space was eight seconds per frame. Okay. The, the footage provided by the FBI the the frame rate is so low that it is not even possible it is barely 
It barely exceeds one frame per second. So we are asked to believe that the um, the security cameras that are out now are typically 30 frames per second and higher. Dinosaur camp cameras, decades old. Again, the moonshot, eight frames per second. And it used to be that you would have low quality uh, eight frames per second because uh, you didn't have the storage capacity. Okay, So you couldn't store all of that. You don't see surveillance cameras operating at one frame per second. In fact, modern day, it's 120 frames per second. They record all day. Storage is not a problem. Okay. You don't get any kind of savings anymore. You don't have the problem with you would have to spend more money to get somebody to make a one frame per second camera. Yeah, because I mean, you could buy Nest cameras that give you good video quality for like a hundred dollars a piece. Correct. Now, I did read that these cameras were installed some time ago. Eight, I think eight years ago is what I read. But still, even no, eight no, years ago, eight years ago, it's not no, not one frame, per not second. one frame per second. You have to go back, you know, decades to get one frame per second. Um, comprehensive 2021 study on surveillance footage frame rates found that zero percent, zero percent of surveillance cameras had a frame rate below five frames per second. You have to buy your camera from an old rundown McDonald's that might have been closed for the last 20 years to get that kind of a frame rate. Okay. So why does the security footage uh, from the FBI released from the DNC, the national headquarters depict the alleged pipe bomber? Why is it only one frame per second? Why? What happened? This is the national headquarters of the Democratic Party. The vice president-elect herself was going in all the time. They have posted someone outside all day long, right at that bench. This is like the Seth Rich area where he died. Okay, why would you not have good cameras? Of course you would. This is the, this is the same office that in 1972 they broke into. Okay? This is a crime-ridden area. Bad. Washington, D.C., important building. One frame per second? Not possible. Not possible. Okay. So what does this mean? This means that most likely, either the DNC or the FBI cut out all of the important pictures. They would cut out. I mean, if you wanted to go back in the old timey days to the moonshot, they cut out seven frames per second. You didn't see anything because he was here and then he was off screen and then he was back and then he was all the way on the other side of the screen. You didn't have. The, you know, you didn't get the motion. Basically. You didn't get the 14 seconds in between. So what happened? What happened? How is that happening? Did the FBI tamper with the tape? Now, here's something interesting. Do you remember Merrick Garland? Do you remember what he did 
about 30 years ago. I'll remind you in 60 seconds. Pam wrote in about her dog's experience with Rough Green. She said, Winston, my six-year-old Sheltie is a picky eater. I've been very impressed because he'll pick the dry food with, with Rough Greens over his wet food any day. And that's saying a lot. It would take him two days to eat a cup of dry food before. Now he gobbles it down. He's, uh, it's uh, been the only product that he has wanted to eat in over three weeks. I'm so happy. Thank you, Pams. Thank you so much for trying this. This was developed by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black, and it's chock full of vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants. You just put it on top of the dog's food, and they go crazy for it. Rough Greens. Rough Greens. So confident your dog's going to love it. They're going to give a special deal just for you. It is uh, the first trial bag free. Just enough for your dog to try it. Make sure that you haven't spent money and he won't eat it. First trial bag is free. You just pay for shipping. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck, or call 833-GLEN-33, 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. 10 seconds, station ID. So Merrick Merrick Garland, he was at the Justice Department. And if you remember in the Clinton years, he was uh, one of the main guys for the Oklahoma City bombing. I don't remember this. I had to be reminded uh, of this. During his tenure there, the FBI got caught editing the security camera tapes that were forced by court order to finally be released to the public in 2009, 14 years after the event. Even after all that time, the tape was edited to remove key details. So they've done this before. Uh, is this a Merrick Garland thing, Gar- uh, uh, Garland thing where you just, ah, you know what, there's some stuff in there we don't need. Do they have like a 14-4 bottom phone that they've got a? This is the biggest investigation in FBI history, they say. The pipe bomber, probably really important for this so-called insurrection. Why? Why has someone edited the tape of the pipe bomber and Is that extra footage? Would that be helpful to find the pipe bomber? Possibly. Why is this happening? Easy solution to this. Get chain of custody for the tapes. Who had it? When? The GOP must hold hearings when they get control. The Glenn Beck Program. All right, let me tell you about uh, Blinds.com with everything else that's going on in your life right now. Jeez. Don't forget, Veterans Day is right around the corner. When is that? Is that Monday? Or I, the 11th, I know. What day is that? Gosh, we're, we're November 11th. We're already talking about November 11th. Yes. How is this happening? November 2nd today. Okay. Uh, Blinds.com is offering huge savings to everybody, up to 50% off site-wide during their Veterans Day sale. That's already started. If you are ready to make noticeable differences in the way your home looks, 
Blinds.com is the easiest and fastest and most inexpensive way to really change the look of your house. And they have everything with window treatments, blinds, drapes, shutters, even the really cool stuff like motorized shades. Find it all at Blinds.com. They have the latest styles, fabrics, and materials for you to choose from. It's Blinds.com. 100% satisfaction guarantee. Blinds.com, their Veterans Day sale now through November 11th. Save up to 50% off site-wide at Blinds.com. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 6 days until election night. Join our coverage at blazetv.com/glen. The promo code is glen. This is the Glenn Beck program. We're going to tell you uh, good news, bad news, iffy news on the polls in just a second. Stand by. First, I want to I want to read this story from the Washington Post because I think this I think this relates in America in a completely different way. Since 1979, I got on the air. My first radio job was 1978 or 79, um, and the the Iranian hostage crisis. Uh, I've been talking about Iran my whole life, but I've never related to it as much as I have this story. Listen to this. Across Iran, schoolgirls have defiantly taken off their headscarves, stomped on pictures of the supreme leader, and chanted for freedom, producing some of the most iconic images from the country's anti-government uprising. But now the state is coming for them. If you have kids, listen to this. Many families fear sending their children to school. Afraid they could be surveilled, beaten, detained, or disappeared. Rights groups and Iranians told the Washington Post Iran's clerical leaders are betting the crackdown on schools will help quell the unrest, now in its seventh week. In interviews with the Post in recent weeks, three students and two parents described the assaults on schools, where teachers are under pressure to squash any sign of dissent and often powerless to stop security forces from targeting the minors in their care. School attendance lists, report cards, and security cameras have, been, have become tools of repression. Parents are warned to keep their children in check. Now, just as anyone else thought, geez, I mean, they're indoctrinating my kids. What if they turn my kids against me? Uh, have you thought about what's being done to my kids and the teachers? And I'm now being called a terrorist because I disagree with what my school is teaching. We are on this path, gang. Listen to this. Iranians interviewed for this piece, spoken condition of anonymity, blah, 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 blah. Uh, we are now all in shock and sadness and don't have the energy to do anything. A 12 year old boy in Tehran said. After plainclothes police raided his school this month to arrest a fellow student, he said he joined his classmates and teachers in physically intervening to stop the adoption. Authorities refused to say how many children they've arrested, but a deputy with the Revolutionary Guard Corps on October 5th said the average age for rioters arrested was 15 
Iranian education minister said October 11th that an undisclosed number of kids were being held, quote, in psychology centers for reform and education. At least 700 teenagers have been detained. We don't know where they're taking these children or what's happening to them. In some cases, these children are being beaten and then taken away by plainclothes police. This has got to stop. This has got to stop. We have got to stand up for freedom. We have to stand up. We, I mean, why is Iran doing this? Why, why are we on high alert? Did you know this? The U.S. and Saudi militaries on high alert because we've just had an intelligence warning of an imminent attack from Iran. This administration has been negotiating with them. This administration has just pissed off Saudi Arabia. And now the U.S. and Saudi Arabia are on high alert because Iran says they're going to attack. And what are they doing that for? To get the news to stop covering what they're doing to children in schools. Wake up, America. Now, the good news is, I think we are waking up. And next Tuesday is the day we can begin to end the madness. Yeah, and things are trending in the right direction. The House looks... Not, a, I wouldn't call it a sure thing, but it looks really, really positive. Uh, not too much doubt there. Most even mainstream election analysts right. are going to tell you that Republicans are probably going to take the House. That does a that's a big step, right? Taking right. that is makes you able to stop the worst instincts of the Biden administration right off the bat. Now, to do more than that, especially when you comes it comes to just judges and and such, you it's need the Senate. Senate. So you need that Senate. You need to get to fifty one seats. The issue here, of course, you know. Uh, which is different than the House, where the House has everybody up for election, 435 members every two years. You start zero zero. That's the the state of play. With the Senate, not everyone is up. It's six year terms, so every midterm election has a different number of senators uh, available to be elected. So this one starts with a score on the board. With if no one else got elected at all, it would be standing at Democrats 36, Republicans 29. So do Republicans start minus seven. And this is why this isn't such a home run. It feels like, okay, Republicans are way ahead. It's a midterm election. Biden's obviously terrible. Why is this so difficult? That's why it's difficult. They're starting down 36-29. So they have to make up seven seats just to get to even. So if we look at the likely states for the Democrats, you have California, Hawaii, Illinois, Maryland, New York, that's Chuck Schumer, Oregon, Vermont, and Connecticut. Uh, now, Connecticut... There's been some polling that showed it close. We kind of moved it to a lean Democrat for a while. I have it back as a likely Democratic state. We had six movers uh, in the entire uh, uh, board yesterday mm -hmm. as we finished this up. So Connecticut, likely, that gives you eight likely Democrats. On the Republican side, uh, you have likely Republicans of uh, Alabama, Arkansas, Idaho, Indiana, Kansas, Kentucky, it's Rand Paul, Louisiana, South Carolina, Tim Scott there, South Dakota, North Dakota, two in Oklahoma, because you have a, a special election, so you have two seats there. Uh, Missouri, uh, Eric Schmidt, uh, we've talked about him before. I have moved that to likely Republican from leaning uh, earlier in the cycle. Uh, we also moved Iowa from lean Republican to likely Republican. 
That one looked likely at the beginning. There was some polling showing it a little close. We talked to Steve Dace about that last week, but I'm pretty convinced that that one is okay. Uh, That's likely. And then also for the first time moved to the likely Republican category, Florida with Marco Rubio. Again, Rubio was underperforming DeSantis earlier in the cycle, seems to have closed that gap and now holds a pretty substantial lead. That gives you 15, 15 likely Republicans. Just doing the math right there, right? You're at 44, 44. Oh, jeez. Okay, and that's, you know, likely too, Glenn, you know, in my, we, we, how long have we been doing this? You know, a million years now. And uh, I, in the likely category, I've never missed, a, never missed a race. Okay. Like, you know, these are sure things for the most part. You may have a surprise eventually, but right. I've never missed one of those before. We'll see. Okay. So that's 44-44. You can see how this can get a little, uh, you know, yeah. a little itchy here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so lean Democrat. I still have two. Uh, some people who are more optimistic than me are thinking that he's going to turn to the Republicans. I still have these two as lean Democrat, which are Colorado and Washington. Both of those states are theoretically winnable for Republicans. It's not out of the question. A lot of polls, there are some polls showing it very close. In fact, there was one that showed uh, Washington within two points just yesterday. So possible that this could happen for Republicans, but difficult and i think still a little bit of a stretch even in this environment right now i'd love to hear from people who live in seattle that can tell me what it feels like because my friends in seattle tell me they've never felt anything like this before that the the momentum the the attitude is uh towards the republican uh, smiley, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they are shocked by how clearly it's being uh, demonstrated in the Seattle area. I, I don't know if that's true or not. It could be. And I think I think she's making this much more competitive than it would normally be. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's that's the way. I mean, you, it is a surprise that these things. But, you know, Republicans do occasionally win statewide races in, you know, Washington, in Washington or very competitive. At yeah. least there's every once in a while you get this. And it seems like Tiffany Smiley's the candidate to keep it close. But you've got a sort of a blue climate there uh sort of uh, yeah um certainly call it indigo indigo okay yeah uh very very blue and you uh you have you know some circumstances on the ground that would make you believe you know in the polling in the sort of fundamentals of the state it's still a lean democratic situation though it's much closer than anyone would have expected i I mean when we started this i think washington was a likely democrat but Mm -hmm. we moved it to, to lean so that's two there in the lean democrat category in lean republican category we have Alaska. Now, Alaska is a little weird because that will definitely be a Republican state. The question is whether it's going to be a moderate Demo- uh, Republican like Lisa Murkowski or a Trump endorsed Republican. So you have that ba- that battle going on there. One of the two will win there. I'm of the belief that like I, you got to prove to me that Murkowski can be get beaten in Alaska. She seems to win no matter what the circumstance is. So I will believe that one when I see it. I would love to see her gone, though. This would be a good thing. Uh, Utah, we've talked quite a bit about Utah. Again, I think Mike Lee is going to win that state, but it is a quirky, weird state with a sort of a f- false independent candidate going up there and getting Democratic votes. Tomorrow's Thursday, right? Uh, yes. I'm going to be in Salt Lake tomorrow. You're coming with me, aren't you? I don't know. I have. Oh, I, my gosh. I've got shows and stuff I've got to do. Ooh. I'm sorry. I, can't, uh, I don't know that I could just leave. Uh, but uh, I'm going to go to uh, Salt Lake. Uh, he's doing a, um, a big uh, rally tomorrow night. So I'm going to oh, go cool. and support and then fly right back uh, well, and do the show. Good. I'll, don't screw it up because he needs to win. God, I know. Uh, also, leaning Republican, Wisconsin, which was 
razor thin edge for uh, Ron Johnson earlier in the cycle. Mm-hmm. Now he's opened up a moderate lead there. Ohio with J.D. Vance, same story. Uh, North, uh, excuse me, North Carolina with uh, with Ted Budd. Uh, Georgia, I now have as lean Republican. Seems like Herschel Walker has weathered you know this storm. Do you know that Warnock has spent eighty five million dollars? That of, that is like. The most presidential yeah. kind of money. It's one of the, if it's not the most, it is. One, it is the most it, expensive. It is, it is now into presidential uh, kind of candidate territory. Incredible. Uh, so Georgia and I have lean Republican. Again, these are very close races. And I would say the data doesn't quite support this yet, but I moved Pennsylvania also to lean Republican after Did you the really? And I think that I will say it's a little bit of speculation. This is not my final update on this thing. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. we will, I may wind up moving it. In, we're going to have to pick one eventually on the last update. I guess I can't mm. keep them in toss up forever. Uh, but Pennsylvania there, I think, I think we've seen enough to, for the pencil people of Pennsylvania to, to say that John Fetterman's not the candidate. We will see though. And, and they also, also um, yesterday, the Supreme court said you can't, if there's a signature problem on those those ballots, yeah, uh, no, no, the you know the dates wrong or not on there, you cannot count them. Yeah, that could be big, and that's that big. It's going to be lengthy afterward. Then you have three toss-up races. You have Arizona, which what interesting thing happened yesterday, Glenn. Uh, yeah, the, this is the, big. The Libertarian candidate who uh, dropped out of the race and endorsed Blake Masters. Right. It's pretty important. If the libertarians will vote for Blake Masters, and they should. The guy is very libertarian. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, if, if that could give him the extra push over the top. Just In a close that. race. It could be very, very close. Yeah. Uh, Nevada, I have as a toss-up as well. This is an interesting one in that there's a couple polls out today that have Laxalt up five. Right. Which is really good news. Really good news. Uh, every, you know, there's still polls that come coming out having Cortez Masto up as well, though. So that one's a toss-up. And we moved New Hampshire into a toss-up. For the first time, it was, it's been lean Democrat this entire so time. So I have a gun to your head right now, quickly. I have a gun to your head. You go look over that and you tell me what you think the Senate balance would be. If I had a gun to your head, and yeah. I'm not going to hold you to this, but gun to your head today, what would you say things are going to look like? We'll do that in just a minute. Let me tell you first about American financing. Home is where the heart is. It's also where the equity is. And if you've been working to shore up your finances late, lately, equity might be the thing that's at the front of your mind. In fact, finding as many different ways to save money as you can should be at the front of your mind. If the economy itself can't be managed responsibly, at least you can manage your own home the right way. Now, listen, people are starting to put money on their credit cards, food, and they're starting to pay bills with their credit card. If you have any equity in your home, please pay those credit cards off. Get a reduced payment. The average person saves $695 a month, every month. Please call American Financing and see if they can help you do that as well. You wouldn't have to put your groceries on credit cards. It's American Financing. They're here to help. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. Or go to AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. The Glenn Back Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Uh, by the way, thank you so much to the uh, YouTube um, chat. We're looking at the people who are um, uh, chatting on YouTube, watching the program today. Our is always, uh, always free, the first hour. 
uh, and it's up on YouTube. Uh, and uh, they've reminded me that I should congratulate Benjamin Netanyahu. I, I don't know if we're there yet, but I hope we're there. Congratulations to Benjamin Netanyahu, who appears to have won uh, the prime minister uh, office again. Which would be I love hearing about Israeli politics because it's the only thing that makes me feel better about our system. Yeah, I know. Every that 10 and, seconds, they got another election. That and I ju- you just have to say two words, uh, and I'm, I feel better about us. King Charles. Let's just leave it at that. Okay. Uh, And uh, the other thing is we're going to be talking about diesel shortages, uh, perhaps tomorrow or Monday. Diesel shortages and natural gas shortages are going to be a problem this winter. If you have a diesel truck, good luck. Uh, We are talking about maybe not having enough diesel for two days in the East Coast. That'd be a problem. Everything will be more expensive. Huh? What could have caused that? Mm. So should I do the gun to my head thing? By the yes. way, you did not actually have to bring a gun and press it against my temple well, uh, in the I, break. I, I'd like to. I, I didn't think that I, was necessary. It. But anyway. it, did, it did illustrate the, the passion of the moment. One minute. So, gun to your head. Democrats versus Republicans in the Senate. So the way the board breaks down that we just went through, it, if you include leaners, you have 51 Republicans and 46 Democrats. So uh, there's a good chance of control here, I think, for the Republicans. If I had to put a number on a gun to my head, I'd be stuck between 52 and 53. And I know people don't like that. I think people are a little bit more optimistic maybe than that. I would, I'll would i be pessimistic here and say 52 gun to my head. Just assuming something's going to go wrong in one of these races that we're not expecting. You know, you could get me to 53 really easy. 54, I think, is possible. Why do you always tell the truth of what you really feel? Why? Why? Can't you just... It does not help me at all. I've noticed people really hate it. I know. We we all hate it. Yeah. Uh, And you just keep insisting on not... I think, look, 64 Republicans is where I landed. Not 64 (laughs) Republicans. And all of them are going to be constitutionalists and perfect. I would rather have the truth from somebody uh, than a lie. The Glenn Beck Program.